This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So let's get into the NBA, see if we can trust our gut on some of these initial reactions. So let's start in Philadelphia, where the Sixers are hosting the Bulls. We've got Philly 10.5 point favorites, total of 224. If you're thinking to yourself, didn't these teams just play? Yes, you are right. They did. Uh, and the Bulls won that one, 105 to 92, but they were one point favorites in that game, I believe, because Joel Embiid did not play. So, Kate, you're in Chicago. I feel like you mm-hmm. usually have a good read on the Bulls. What's the play here? Yeah, I think in this one, I have to take Philly. And I know that's a big number, laying 10 and a half. But it feels, initial reaction is it feels like the Mm -hmm. right side. Now, we can't bet everything on feel. We'd probably lose a lot of money doing that. But if Joel Embiid does play tonight, he's questionable. So this could be the first game back that we've seen him since uh, he missed the Christmas Day game. So he's been out since Christmas. Um, But could be coming back tonight. The Bulls have beat the Sixers twice already this season. This is the last time they face each other. So if you're Philly, you're wanting to get a little revenge. And uh, Chicago's banged up. I mean, no Nikola Vucevic tonight, which if MB plays, then he should just have a field day inside and kind of be able to do whatever he wants without uh, Vucevic in the lineup for Chicago. Um, Bulls are also still missing Zach Levine, which has been kind of a blessing in disguise for Chicago because they've played really well without him. Tory Craig, he's uh, you know one of those second unit players that's pretty valuable. He's out tonight, so I think a lot of the the advantages in terms of health and and whatnot lend itself to me wanting to back Philly. Also, I mean both these teams are this have come in with the same amount of rest. So there's no advantage there, which the last time they played, uh, the Sixers were on a back-to-back with travel. So that was a tough spot for them to be in. So big number, but I would be laying it with Philly at home tonight. It does feel like a spot where Philly should be good. Uh, I think the only question mark is how many minutes will we see Joel Embiid get coming off of this much of a layoff because I think that's always the question with Joel Embiid is you got to kind of manage him correctly when he's such a big human sometimes it takes a while to get back in the swing of things but both these teams should be noted have been really good at covering numbers surprisingly so the Bulls 12 and 3 against the spread in their last 15 and you look at the Sixers 9 and 3 against the spread in their last 12 so something's got to give in this matchup but I think Vucevic being out for the Bulls like you said it is going to be um easy tickets for Joel Embiid no matter how many minutes he ends up playing next up let's go to Oklahoma City Thunder and Celtics squaring off and we've got the Celtics two and a half point road favorites here total of 239 and a half and Kate I think 
my little gut instinct is always if the Thunder are getting points, that's something I'm going to be looking into because it feels like the Thunder are one of those teams. They kind of fly under the radar. So what is your gut instinct saying about this game? Yeah, I, the exact same thing. I would be taking the points with the Thunder. I wouldn't even, you know, I think you could sprinkle a little money line on the Thunder in this one as well. Obviously, Boston has been playing fantastic this season, but their losses have come on the road, 10 and 6 away from home um, versus, I mean, that's all six of their losses. They haven't lost at home this season. Mm-hmm. So on the road, Celtics a little bit more vulnerable. And then the Thunder at home, Thunder at 13 and 5. They don't lose too many games at home. Also, the games that the Celtics have lost this season, they've been against some of the top defensive teams in the league. They lost to the Timberwolves. Um, they lost to the Magic, who are our fifth. Wolves lead the league. Oklahoma City, second in defensive rating behind the Wolves. So they're a very good defensive team, and that's kind of the recipe for Boston struggles, going on the road against strong defensive teams. So I'm taking the Thunder to cover. I also like a little uh, sprinkle on the Thunder money line tonight. Right. When the line is that short, do you just play the money line? Because I think that's I think what's kind of holding that. me. Yeah. Holding me back from maybe playing the Thunder here because ultimately you're picking them to win like two and a half. Yeah. Like maybe it matters. And of course I say that and they'll like, you know, lose by two. But still, I think I like the Thunder, but I'm not sure if it's going to make the card because it is hard to fade Boston here. Uh, like you said, their bugaboo has been on the road, but still a very good team. We shall see, though. If I'm getting points, I think ultimately I would lean towards Oklahoma City. Uh, We'll go to the Warriors and the Magic next. This game at home for the Warriors were the three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total of 231-and-a-half. Kate, I don't think I have played the Warriors much, or if I have, I have been going against them. What's your take on the Warriors right now? I don't really know, Tulsa. I kind of am with you. Like, what's the identity of this team this year? We've known that in past Aos. seasons when they've been <laughs> right. It it really is. It's 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 a team that you can't trust night in and night out. So how do you bet on a team that you don't really know what you're going to get from them? I think in this case, maybe you look at like an under in this one. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like I mentioned, Orlando's defense is very good. They're fifth in defensive rating on the season, but their offense is not all that great. And so uh, you have a team who's likely going to be able to contain the Warriors a little bit with some of those perimeter guards uh, that Orlando has. But I don't think Orlando's offense is going to do enough to be able to put up um, enough points for this over to hit. So that's kind of where I would lean in that game. But this is one that I don't feel like I have a very strong handle on. Um, so maybe this is one that doesn't make my card and I just, you know, pony up and actually take the thunder on the money line. Talk about trusting myself. That's the bet. I do like the thunder to win tonight. Why take the points when I could take them on the money line? Um, but in terms of this Warriors magic game, I would lean towards the under, but that would kind of be the only play I would feel somewhat confident in in this game. Right. The Magic have been a confounding team to me because they have been one of the more profitable teams in the NBA, especially when playing at home. 12-4 and at home this year. But now they're on the road here. And also the matchup that I'm looking at is I'm not sure if Orlando can keep up if Golden State is hitting threes because here is the surprising stat about the Orlando Magic. They are averaging the fewest three-pointers per game of any team in the NBA at just 10 threes per uh, per game. 
that is behind the Detroit Pistons. So if you're Ew. going against a team that can get hot from the three-point line, like you said, offensively, this is not a Magic team that's very good. So they have to rely on their defense. And, you know, clearly they're not making a ton of threes. So I think that is the sabotage factor when you back the Magic. Uh, do you ever see something like that and it makes you nervous? Because I have backed the Magic before and that has been the problem. The other team made like a bunch of threes and then the Magic are just peddling around like, oh, we scored 92 points. Yay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, buyer beware on the Magic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's just a math problem waiting to happen right there, right? The Warriors are hitting mm -hmm. threes all night. The Magic are going to need quite a few extra possessions and be efficient in those possessions if they want to be able to match uh, the output that the Warriors are putting up. And to your point of like, yeah, 92 points against Philly last week, um, 107 against uh, Phoenix. So like they're not, Magic are not putting up massive numbers. If Curry can get hot from beyond the arc, Clay Thompson can kind of get back to that. You know, he had a, a great like what four game streak where he was kind of finally looking a little bit more like his normal self. If we get that version of Clay Thompson, then I think uh, this could spell trouble for the the magic i still do like the under in that case as well even with even if the warriors go off because then we're looking at a potential blowout scenario and blowouts kind of always lead to unders because the team that's getting blown out isn't putting enough points on the board yeah that's true all right uh a few other games on the slate here next up let's go to new orleans and brooklyn we've got a six and a half point line here in favor of the pelicans at home Pelicans have been pretty good this year, uh, especially at home, 11 and 7, 19 and 14 overall. Uh, but sometimes Brooklyn has been sneakily a good, you know, team to back in the earlier stages of the season. But as of lately, this has not been a team that's been covering numbers. They have covered one game in their last 10. So is this a case of Ooh. fading the Nets once again? Ooh, that's not a good number. The Nets, when mm. I think about the Nets, I think about a team that typically does cover and is is kind of one of those teams that you back just based on the number alone versus necessarily the matchup because they are someone who, well, I guess not in the last 10 games have not been covering. Um, Pelicans back at home. Oh, that's, a, that's an interesting one. Six and a half. I still kind of think that the Nets are, this is a, a buy low spot on the Nets. Because like you said, they have been struggling lately. They've lost their last three. One of those coming to the Wizards, which is just like, yuck. Um, but I think <laughs> this is, a, they haven't been playing to their full potential lately. And this is kind of a, a buy low spot on Brooklyn. So I would take the points with the Nets, despite them being on the road. Every once in a while, you kind of get a dud game from uh, New Orleans. And, and maybe that's what we see somewhat tonight, especially, you know, Zion coming off a couple days off of, you know, family and New Year's and all of that. Uh, does that does that play into effect at all for some of these players? Just throwing that out there. I will say my gut instinct was the Nets, and then I couldn't make a case for it with the numbers. Like sometimes yeah. that happens in sports betting where you have initial reaction and then you don't have enough ammo to back it up. So I don't think I can be on the Nets here because I just feel like there's not enough ammo. And before we get to break, I did want to mention this. There is no line on this, but look for a big game for DeMontis Sabonis tonight against the Hornets. The Hornets are coming off a of back-to-back. They're one of the worst teams at defending centers. 
Uh, and Devontis Sabonis has had some big games against teams like that that are bad at defending the center position. But we don't have a number on it just yet. So we'll see. Maybe by the end of the show, they'll give me a number on Devontis Sabonis for the Sacramento Kings. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.